Welcome to the Sales Prospector Show, supported by Lease A Sales Rep, an Inc. 5000 company, helping our clients grow sales by securing guaranteed appointments, qualified leads, and guaranteed contracts for their services and products across the U.S. I'm your host, Gil Pagan. You can also find us at leaseasalesrep.com, and we are on all social media channels. Today, I have the... Um, fortunate blessing to interview um, Nikki is Nikki McCray did I get that right yeah. Nikki McCray is the owner of a company called tastefully jeweled tastefully jeweled and they she makes um, jewelry pieces uh, and I and I, and I don't want to make sure make sure I understand it right Nikki but you're making uh, jewel pieces necklaces and and bracelets and there's a term for that. Um, uh, it's not like gold jewelry. What is the term, Nikki, that, that, that this jewelry? Um, I wouldn't call it costume jewelry. That's the term I was looking for. Okay, it's not costume, okay. Yeah, no, because I am using real stones um, in the majority of my pieces. Um, so, I mean, but a lot of people do call it costume jewelry since it's not a precious metal. Gotcha. Okay, so so it's just so they understand the listeners and the viewers. They understand that it's it's a costume jewelry type of piece, but you're making them individually, right? So you make every piece individually, correct? Correct. Do you make the same piece twice? Do I mean do you make three of the same pieces or no? Absolutely not. That's um, part of uh, what the customers. Why I get my customers. It's because mm -hmm. I'm not duplicating any items that they're wearing. Uh, no one wants to wear the same jewelry as, you know, their neighbor or whomever. Well, that's great. So how long have you been doing this, uh, making these custom jewelry pieces? And again, you're doing bracelets. You're doing um, uh, necklaces, chains is what I would call them, not chains, but necklaces. Uh, are you doing rings or are you just doing bracelets and necklaces? Uh, no, I do. I also do earrings, um, ankle bracelets. Um, pretty much is really dependent on the customer. Whatever they ask for, uh, most of the time, um, if I even if I have to do research, I try to get it done for them. So it's dependent on what the customer is asking me for. So how long have you been doing this um, as your, I guess, passion? Um, uh, I'm assuming it's a passion and you really enjoy putting the pieces together. How long have you been doing it? And what, what kind of thrust you into this? Did you work in a jewelry store and then went this way? You know, how, how, did, how did you begin and how did you get into the, the space? Well, it's actually a pretty simple story. I um, was going to a wedding and I needed some jewelry. I went to the store and everything looked identical. Um, so I said, and then I started like just looking at the pieces that were in the store and I'm like, okay, this looks kind of easy to make and I'm spending all this money. I was like, I wonder if I could just put this together mm -hmm. so that was back in 2012. Um, that's when I initially started. Um, and then I did it for um, probably till 2014. Um, and then I kind of just like, yeah, because I was just really making the jewelry for myself. It wasn't like I was getting any type of return on it besides wearing it. Um, so then I stopped for a couple years and then um, I picked back up in 2016. And then at that point, that's when I said, okay, I'm going to take this serious. I can make this into a business. I really love doing this. 
Um, I just need to get a return for what I'm doing. Sure. Um, just, it's just a small amount. At least that small amount can help me continue to make jewelry. So. Yeah, you mean you gotta be profitable. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> you know, I mean, I enjoy doing it, but I want to make some money doing it. Right. So, um, and uh, just for the audience, uh, in full disclosure, I am a, I am a customer. I'm a client. I have bought uh, a couple of pieces already. I've already lost count. You could probably put your finger on how many I've bought already. Three or four, probably. Um, I, I don't remember. Um, at least four. At least four, right? And uh, so that the listeners know, um, I'm uh, I'm a watch guy. I, I collect watches. You know, I'm a jewelry guy to some extent. You know, bracelets and like that. And then I use uh, the individual handcrafted pieces that Nikki makes, and I and I wear that with my watches, and I com com combine it with rings that I buy and stuff like that. So uh, I like the uniqueness of the braces. I've gotten compliments. Uh, the actual one that you repaired for me, um, that blue one, for some reason, stands out to a lot of people, um, and uh, and I wear that with my watches. So I'm a customer. I'm a happy customer, and I've bought multiple pieces over the last five years um, uh, from you. So uh, and I wanted to share that with the audience. So you, um, how long did it take to you to put a piece together? I know that take us through that process. You probably have to source the stones if somebody wants a special deal kind of thing to so take us through stuff that you may have already in-house and you make something versus you have to source something and then make it from beginning to end uh, well normally like um on my um like instagram i'll i'll just i'm sitting here and i'll see a color i'll see a flower or you know a pattern anything and then that's and then I'm like, oh, okay, I like that color. And then I'll come see what I have in my collection, as you can see behind me. Um, mm -hmm. If I already have it, then I can kind of, and I just piece everything together. Um, there's really no rhyme or reason as far as the pieces that I just create just because. Um, but what I enjoy most is the custom orders because that allows me to shop. <laughs> gotcha. Um, you know, you tell me the color you want, and then um, sometimes I'll go and I'll look through um, people's social media just to kind of get an idea of the person that they are before I create anything for them. Um, because I, I would like the end product, um, even though it's my idea, I still want you to be 100% satisfied mm -hmm. um, as the end user of that. So like I said, there's, there's really no rhyme or reason of how I put everything together. Um, it's just whatever catches my eye at, mm -hmm. at that moment. So how long does it take if, um, cause you, you're on, you're on IG on Instagram and it's called tastefully jeweled on Instagram. You can search it and find it there. You're also on Facebook as well. Yeah. Tastefully jeweled on Facebook. Uh, and then you have, you seem to drive people to your Etsy store, it seems, um, because Etsy is probably the most easiest way to transact the, the transaction, right? Yeah, yeah. So you move people to there. Um, so it's like Facebook app uh, postings, Instagram, and then drive them to Etsy to buy the product, pay, right? And get, you get money and you get paid. Um, so, right? Is that accurate? 
That's correct. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, so how long did it take you to put a piece together? I see some pieces you have these bracelets that are three rings or two levels. Right? I do the one level, right? That's for me, and that's what I like. I know that a lot of women do two and three levels. Um, right. you know, I'm not at that. I'm not up on my game there, okay? Um, but, uh, and I wouldn't have an issue wearing a double level bracelet. I'm just not there. Uh, so how long does it take you to make a bracelet? You know, generally speaking, a single level. If you've got this stuff already in your shop, how long does it take you to just put it together? About a day, um, okay. if, if that long. Um, okay. Sometimes, you know, if I already know what you want and I have it in the in-house, and then I could just put something together. And, it, and if I'm satisfied with it, then it... Then you're good. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes you're just missing that one little piece or, you know, like that one little stone or that one color. And then I'll order a bunch of beads just for that one particular color or, you know, item that that bracelet's missing. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, so that's good to know. So when the audience, let's say they, when the people hear that, you know, you're doing these custom pieces that are individual to you. And you don't make it twice, so that they're wearing a unique piece, but they're also wearing a piece that took about a day to make. You know, on average, I know you're not sitting there 12 hours doing this, okay? But but generally speaking, by the time you start, you create, you may walk away, come back, you you got another you know full-time job. It's kind of like your your side hobby, gig, hustle, whatever you want to call it, you know. Um, uh, and um, so I know when I talk to people, people say, well, I'm wearing a unique piece. I'm wearing a piece that takes about a day to make. She makes it by hand, um, which, is, which is great. I mean, um, you're making this uh, unique to the person, right? Um, which is really cool. Do you, are you making anything for yourself? When was the last time you made something for yourself? Oh, my gosh. Most of the time, I'll, if I do make something for myself, like, I'll wear it and I go to the store or to church or, or wherever and somebody will say, Hey, where'd you get that? Or can, can I have that? Or can I buy that? So a lot of times the stuff that I do where I end up selling, selling it, somebody else. So. Yeah. It's like, uh, the cobbler. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, the cobbler has no shoes. Um, you know, or the website, the, the IT company has a terrible website because they keep on doing the work and they can't fix the website. Uh, <laughs> as, just an, as an example. Um, so you, you, you're, you're sourcing these materials, right? These stones, all different types of colors and, and like, are you sourcing them from you know, the US? Are these, you, you, are you guys getting stuff overseas because it's more cost effective for you to make you know, your bottom line? Is that, where, how are you sourcing your stuff? No, don't give us any, the people or companies, just generally speaking, uh, where do you get your stuff from? Um, normally, I get my stuff from here in the U.S. There's okay. a lot of great, great companies um, here in the U.S. So I don't necessarily have to order overseas. Um, every once in the blue moon, I will have to, um, just because the uh, vendor here doesn't have what I need. Okay. Um, but for the most part, my vendors are great. They they usually get me whatever it is I need, so I really don't have to go outside of the U.S. Now that's good because um, um, we have a New York operation. The New York office um, is right next to Grand Central Station, 
I'm not sure if you've ever been to New York, but down um, on 30, 32nd Street and Broadway, there's kind of like this whole kind of costume, jewelry, watches, necklaces, all, boom, store after store after store. It's a wholesale kind of row, right? Um, and, uh, and I'm sure they probably serve, you know, businesses like you, you buy wholesale in bulk from them, right? Does that sound familiar? It does. Okay, so you're buying similar, I guess, from places like that, I guess, across the country, I guess, wherever. I know in New York, there's a certain, you know, couple of blocks with these vendors on them. Um, like they get the fashion district, right? You know, that whole thing. Uh, Sometimes, but most of the time, I try to find small businesses, uh, like such as myself, mm -hmm. uh, who's in the same industry, and try to I try to purchase from them because I know that they're you know their struggle is just as hard as mine. Sure. So I try to stick with smaller vendors. Um, you get a to me, you just get a better experience if you shop small. That's fine. Yeah, I will, um, I was trying to to make sure I understood uh, that that's the kind of businesses you're buying from the ones that are doing these wholesale kind of uh, stuff, and you buy a box of this, a box of that. You know, um, did you know you use these stones that say, generally speaking, in some of your designs, right? And you'll get your standard stones that you work with, and you get some other pieces that are kind of unique, I suppose. Um, uh, right. Okay. Okay. No, that, that's, uh, that's good. Um, so before you started the business, were you a creative type? Um, apart from the issue why you started, you know, because you said I was going to a wedding and I, and I wanted to, I needed something and, you know, so you were creative by nature. Is that it? I, th I would like to think so. I was, I've always been a career. I, I would like to think so. Um, no matter what it was, even something as simple as putting art on the wall um, in my home. Mm. Like, ooh, I bet you I can make that. Like, I've always been that person to see something like, ooh, I bet you I can make that. So, yeah. <laughs> Do you have that interior design kind of mentality of buying this nice looking chair and then this kind of table that pairs with it with a maybe a nice vase that kind of, do you are you like an interior designy kind of person that kind of yes okay so I, I i get the psychology so it kind of goes into your creative skill with the the bracelets and the um the stuff you make right, right? is that it so tell us what's behind what's behind you for that the that that uh that that wall behind you with a lot of your stuff on it looks like what a guy would have in his garage with tools <laughs> so that's what, that's what it looks like to me. <laughs> so you have your own tool set, right? That's, that's kind of what it is. Okay. It's a pegboard, but um, it goes all the way across. Okay. Um, it just has all of my beads. Um, we call them findings. Um, it, all of my artsy, my artsy stuff. So okay. So, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Everything is up here. That I so, need. so when you're making your stuff, so behind you, I'm assuming, is there a bench? Uh, yeah, there is. Okay, all right. So in the in the in the watch making world, in the jewelry world, same setup. You got a bench, 
you have lights, right? You know, you have some magnifying glasses you put on your head and stuff, and you lay, you know, you get busy working. So you kind of have a very similar setup. I do. That's what it sounds like. Okay, yeah, I'm in jewelry industry the same way, um, diamonds and rings and um, all that kind of stuff. Uh, do you have like high powered equipment, or is it basically just the the strings that you use? The, I forget what you call them, the elastic uh, strings that you bead them with. What do you call that? French cord. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I have like my Cricut machine and uh, right. glue gun. Drills and you know, like all my power tools and all that stuff. Gotcha, okay. Good. Yeah, that's good. That's good, yeah, because I, I don't know how you make your stuff. I know how the jewelry industry works and the rings and the gold chains and how they make Cuban chains, how they do that. I know all that. There's, they take the machinery around all this stuff, and um, yeah. uh, you, you have some stuff as well, not as um, complicated as that, but you have your own tool sets. I got gotcha. you. Uh, so you walk around with a tool belt around your belt, and walk around the house, you know, the stuff out and nah or just stay on the <laughs> <laughs> no. nah, 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 that's cool um so you are uh, you're selling obviously uh, on on instagram instagram is a perfect platform for what you're doing from a, just from a sales and marketing perspective because instagram is about photos um and uh and uh, and um it's great for food and anything that you need to take photos of and can be can be uh, presented well in, in photography and uh, so jewelry and watches and, and, and food and restaurants and all those kind of things are like good places for Instagram so you're on the you're on the right platform Facebook too um, you know as well and uh, are you so how historically I know you started for a few years and you stopped and then you started again so how are you uh, getting word out like I came across you somehow. I don't know how I, I, I must've came across you on Instagram. Somehow I came across you because I probably, I was probably following somebody else. And, and maybe as a result of that, they have a similar algorithm to Facebook and you know, something will pop up. You, know, you hit the little, little magnifying glass on the, on the Instagram and it comes up with all these things and then you probably were there. And I said, oh, this is nice. And I went there and we got connected. So um, how are you uh, getting, I guess, are you working your customers? Are they coming in that way primarily through IG, or you or Etsy um, is another you know major like driver for you? It is um, mostly uh, word of mouth. Um, I get a, a lot of customers um, through word of mouth. Um, Facebook has been a really great platform um, mm. because of all of the people that I follow on my private page. Then I'm able to push them over to. Um, the, your business page um and then from the business page i, I try to because uh facebook i don't know I, I feel limited a little bit on facebook so i kind of push them to etsy um or either my instagram page gotcha so, yeah okay no and that's fine um and uh you know facebook and um ig are are great places for business to consumer sales um and since you are selling directly to a consumer um and that's a great place to be um and your 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 creations um so people have a sense of cost they go from from what to what so give me a, your end bottom line you know baseline to i know what i pay for my bracelets right but so uh, what is your like you know your baseline number to your highest number 
Um, normally, um, it, again, it's it's really dependent on what the customer wants. Sure. Um, a bracelet starts normally at twenty dollars. Okay. Uh, and it depending on how many embellishments I add to your bracelet, or if you want real stones, or if you want faux stones, it's really dependent on that person. Mm -hmm. um, and a bracelet can go all the way up to $140. So it's, it's a wide gotcha. range. No, and, and that's good so that, that people know that, um, you know, again, uh, 20 to 140 may not be a lot for certain people, right? Uh, it may be a lot for other people, right? So um, from my perspective as, you know, as somebody who buys watches and I buy bracelets that are more expensive, um, not with the creative flair that you have, um, I, th I think that, uh, you know, they're definitely well-priced uh, to, you know, have a nice, creative, unique piece for, let's say, 25, 30 bucks on your wrist um, right. is, really, is really nice. Um, so uh, I, I think your price points are good, uh, you know, for, for a good range of the market. And you're, and you're on platforms that are conducive to those kind of sales, right? right. You know, um, you know, I, like our, certainly, you, you know, some, somebody's not buying a $30,000 Ferrari on, you know, used Ferrari on Facebook. They may get driven to another place and then from there go, you know, but they're not doing a checkout process, you know, right. on through Facebook to get to Etsy and they're not doing that um, with that kind of high, high ticket. So you're in the right place from a marketing perspective. Um, so are you? Uh, so you're doing this obviously yourself. You're the you're the creator, the designer. You're the one that's doing this um, yourself. Are, will you be able to, if you were to scale this? And you, know, you probably don't have any. I don't know what your desire is, but if you're able to scale this, will you be able to train somebody to do what you're doing? Um, absolutely. Multiply yourself. Basically, <laughs> as long as they have a creative flair themselves, absolutely, you can, anyone can learn to make jewelry, um, it, and that's what you just have to add your own personal touch to it. Gotcha. Uh, which is, I mean, you see a lot of when you go to Instagram and you just do a basic search for jewelry. Oh my gosh, the stuff there's a tons of stuff that pop up, and if you don't have just something anything one little thing that's going to stick out to someone then you're just going to fall right on in with the crowd right yeah because so yeah there's so much competition um uh, on, on instagram that's it's a good platform the flip side is competition facebook's a good platform the flip side is competition right um right. so yeah uh we are uh, chatting with um nikki the owner of uh, tastefully jeweled uh which is a a, a company that does unique pieces, bracelets, and necklaces. Um, uh, and the term that you use, again, not calling it uh, the type of jewelry, um, what was the term that you call it? Uh, costume. Costume, costume uh, jewelry. Not like that, but that's as close to it as you can get. Yeah. Like nice, unique costume jewelry pieces, right? Um, and you will get your own uh, unique unique piece um so i guess what are you trying to uh, are you trying to um 
to keep the business right now where it is today, where you have your 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 full time gig job, then you have your hobby side hustle, you know, enjoying making creative jewelry and let your creative side come out. Uh, are you looking to balance that, you know, just the way it is, and you're good, or you, are you really looking to scale out your business uh, at some point in the future to you know, um, hire, bring on somebody to do the work alongside you and bring on 10, 15 orders in one shot, you know, Um, or sell retail, give it a go, make your pieces to go wholesale to a retail shop and they sell it to the consumer. Right. That's something I I would love to do is to go retail. Hmm. I tell you everything that we're going through right now, um, put a lot of things in perspective for me. At first I was okay just juggling the two, um, but spending more time home um, over that, those couple, you know, that month or so, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, I really want to do this full time and I want to make this my primary income and, you know, just focus on this. So it, it put a lot of things in perspective for me. So I'm really, really looking into making this full time. Yeah, there's uh there's pros and cons to being an employee, um, and there's pros and cons to being uh, a business owner, right. and there's the difference between signing the check versus endorsing the check. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I obviously sign the check, right? Um, and the employees endorse the check. There's 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 blessings with both of those. You know, so um, it's good that you're thinking about that and how you would roll that out. I know that a lot of the pieces you make and jewelry in general um, is really dominated by female, the female gender. They are the most prolific buyers of jewelry. They're the most prolific buyers of clothing. um, And the men are just smaller in comparison, although the men has been growing in clothing, um, uh, you know, more so over the last couple of years and also men's grooming products and skincare lines and all that's been growing. Um, whereas women have still dominate by the cosmetic jewelry, clothing, they by far. So a lot of your pieces, so I'm speaking to the men who are listening to this, a lot of your pieces, generally speaking, are women driven. You have a lot of stuff that are on your site as women and you have, so women has like a hundred pieces and the men are like, are like that. <laughs> well, because that's that that's the demand, right? <laughs> so I can count how many pieces are there that are for men, right? right. But what like, go ahead. Um most of the t- like you said, women they flock to jewelry. Um every once in the blue moon, um the guys that come to my page and inquire about That's me. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, I don't get a, a whole lot of men um, customers, but the ones that I do have, they, they do come back. They are repeat customers. So that's a great thing. So I, I've, I've been trying to put a lot more. I don't know if you've been to the Etsy page. I've added a couple more men's bracelets. I saw the one that I messaged you on, the blue sky blue stone one. And I, I, and I, and I saw uh, uh, necklaces that you make, and I said, oh, that'd be nice to get a necklace like that with those stones. So yes, I went to the Etsy page, and that's where I saw it. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I've, I've been trying to add a few more pieces um, into 
the, the mix. mix for the guys. And um, hopefully, you know, I'll be able to get a lot more men customers because I don't want to overlook you. <laughs> no, I get it. Listen, purely, yeah, no, I understand. It's purely a sales and marketing thing. Um, you don't want to make five, 10, 15 pieces that you spend time on and preparing and they're really sitting there because right. you haven't sold them because you don't have the volume of men versus you said you do 10 pieces, individual pieces for women, you'll sell them within whatever your time frame is, you know? I may take you six months to sell the men's stuff, it'll take you a couple of weeks to sell the women, right? So I, I get it. I would do the same thing. You know, I was like, I'll put some men's stuff here and mostly women because they don't want to buy my stuff. <laughs> you know, so no, no, no issues there. But I know that if I want something, I can, you know, go as a custom job uh, and ask you to, to put something together and let me look at it. Um, uh, and go from, and go from there. Yeah. So, but they, but the men don't necessarily know that you're an option. Okay. Yeah. I think that uh, men in certain industries would be good. Uh, men who like certain things, like the men who like, like me, watches, bracelets, jewelry. Um, those ones would be the ones to target in theory for your bracelets. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I can see, you know, um, a couple of men wearing those, and and, and in Europe. By the way, um, it's a, it's common in Europe for men to wear bracelets like you have. Um, yeah, and, and not with all the colors though. They'll be like all brown wood bracelet, or you know. But they're, but they're, they're, you'll see them wearing watches and the bracelet, and they'll put the bracelet over here next to the watch versus on this hand or different hand. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's where I realized I picked up the look because I buy watches and I saw the look as well. This is really cool. Um, so I started buying, you know, the, the, the bracelets that you make because they go well with my watches and, and, and how I dress. Um, so it kind of worked out well. Um, so we're going to uh, go to the, the wrapping up this portion of the uh, interview. And uh, I want to ask you a question, and you may be able to answer this right, right away. You may have to think about it for a couple of seconds. Um, if you had a superpower, um, what would that superpower be? Uh, and that could be, you know, personal. It could be business. It doesn't, doesn't really matter what it is. Uh, and it was given to you, uh, what would that be? You could think about that for a second. Some people answer it right away. Some people say, let me, let me think about that superpower. Um, if I could have it, what would that be? Oh, wow. Yeah, that's the one I definitely have to think about. Okay. Huh. Wow. Um, you have me stumped there. <laughs> I apologize. That wasn't my intention. <laughs> <laughs> Put that in the back of your head for a minute um, while, while we talk about the other stuff. Um, so uh, more about you, right? So when you're not working uh, and you're not doing your side gig, and, and obviously you, you shared that uh, you're a wife, and um, uh, I'm not sure if you have children. You know, you're, you're okay, so you're a family person. You know, you have family. When, when you're not working and doing your side hustle and being mom and wife to, you know, to kids and husband, what are you doing to, uh, as a hobby, to decompress and, you know, spend time for yourself? What 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 do you do? do? You know, do you have a hobby other than making the jewelry, which is nice? Do you have something else that you do? Um, no, you know, I I, I love to cook. 
um, right. things. It's not that I want to cook every day, I hear you. but I do love to cook. I like to make, you know, find a new recipe and everybody's my guinea pig and they have to eat it whether they like it or not. So. <laughs> okay. I got you. So you like to cook. That's great. Um, do you drink coffee? Love coffee. Hot or cold? Definitely hot. Okay. Um, so weird for the cold coffee. So weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I drink. Uh, yeah, I won't go to me. Um, your, 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 your favorite food. Um. Oh my gosh, I have a gazillion favorite foods, but I would say sushi. You like sushi? Okay, great. Uh, you eat hot dogs? No, they're disgusting. Okay, gotcha. Scratch that. Um, <laughs> burgers. I'm not. I've, it's it's a big meat patty, and I'm not. I don't. You're like not, not into burgers. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Pizza. Yes. Okay. I like pizza. Okay. okay. Uh, I can talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, five <laughs> slices, please. Um, uh, Apple or Android phone. Apple. Apple. Okay. Are you a PC or Mac? It's going to be a PC. Mac. P really? So you have an iPhone and a PC, I and do. a Mac. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So you're kind of like a little bit of both. Um, so laptop or desktop do you use most of the time? Laptop. Laptop. Okay. If you can go anywhere on vacation and money and time is not an issue, where would you go? Hawaii. Hawaii. Avaki. Okay. You like cold weather or hot weather? Definitely hot. Um, but what are you doing in Ohio? Yeah, you get used to the cold. <laughs> you don't have an option. <laughs> so you like hot weather. I got you. Um, so are you wearing a watch right now? I'm not. Do you wear watches? Um, usually when I wear a watch, I kill the battery. It gives give it about a week and the battery dies. Okay. Battery a week and it dies again. So I got you. So, something's wrong there. Okay. Um, uh, so for books, are you reading paperback or are you reading Kindles? Kindle. Okay. Back to the digital. Okay. Um, and if you're working out, if you're work, you know, you're doing something, commuting, are you listening to podcasts? Are you listening to CDs that educate you while you drive? Or are you just putting on the radio, listening to music, and I'm just de de zoning out, getting to my job? Just usually zoning out. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's fine. Um, you drive a new car or used car? New. Okay. Good for you. So are you dogs, cats, neither, goldfish, hamster? Dog. Okay. Okay. Uh, and movies. Do you like to go to a movie theater? Though we can't go now because they're closed. Uh, movie theater or, or do you like to be streaming and be at home? Streaming at home. Okay. Gotcha. Goes back to the introvert, right? Um, yeah. Leave me in my little space and I'm good. I got gotcha. you. Well, we finished uh, interviewing uh, Nikki of Tastefully Jewel. Uh, she's on Facebook, Tastefully Jewel's on Instagram. Uh, it's been great uh, getting to know you and learning about your business and the great pieces that you make uh, for customers, individualized pieces, custom pieces is great. Uh, I'm a customer. Uh, I enjoy the stuff that you make for me. Uh, thank you for... Uh, the creative skill that I get to enjoy, um, you know, by wearing these pieces that you make for me. Um, wish you the best with the business. Uh, may this year be a banner year for you more than you ever expected. Uh, and that 
um, new ideas and opportunities present themselves to you, that doors will open, that nobody can ever close for you. Um, that is my that is my hope for you, uh, and uh, I appreciate your time. I enjoyed the conversation, uh, and we'll chat again soon. All right, thank you so much. You're welcome. Be well. Bye bye.